Hi folks, welcome to The Blonde Leading the Blonde, episode season two, <laughs> season two, episode six, or episode six, season two, whichever way around you want to look at it. I knew I would get it wrong. I even got the got my phone up and showed me where I was, and I still got it wrong. How are you I doing, know. Mr. McCarthy? I'm all right. What are you clonking about at? Clonking I've not my tibex over. Messing up the introduction already. <laughs> And we're later in the day than usual. I know. I know. Maybe that's what the problem is. <laughs> Too much coffee, maybe. Not enough. Probably not enough. No, no, I think you... I've only had one coffee today, actually. Oh, sound like Ooh. you. I know that's not very clever. I've got I've got um fizzy water here. Ooh, fizzy. So I'm clattering around again, but I've had a flask of coffee today. You had a flask. You didn't have a flask. Didn't have a flask. I don't know what that is. It sounds very rude. Um, <laughs> now I had a flask. You had a flask. What did you have in your flask? Was it coffee? Yeah, coffee with oat milk. Yeah. <laughs> oat milk, that sounds disgusting. Oh, does it? No, it's delicious. Does it froth? Yeah, I've got a special barista edition. Oh, okay. Yeah, oatly barista. It's lovely. And you can froth it? You can froth it. That's why it's called. You, what what froth? Oh, sorry. Um, Emrys is clattering away. He's playing. Um, what froth do you use? Is it like the frothing machine that you got me? I can't remember. Yes, I think it's just a little. It's like a jug, and you put it on a little yeah. thing. Yeah, little jug. Put it in. Press the button. Yeah. And it's frothed. Yeah, that's the same as the one you got me. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Handy cool. little thing. I can't believe that I've got less clothes on than you. Normally, you are looking really summery. That's because I'm southern. <laughs> You're southern. Normally, you looking really summery. You're looking very tanned. And, yeah, I don't um, know why, because we haven't had a lot of sun, to be honest. But um, no, it's, it's, well, it's, I think it's about the same temperature down here as it is up there. Just um, <laughs> We're not used to it. <laughs> we just need, yeah, we just wear different attire, don't we? Yeah, it's probably I about know. 20 degrees. Is it? I mean, it's 21 today and I'm in shorts and t-shirt and down south, when I lived down south, if it was 20, I would be like, well, I don't know, I might, I might go into short sleeves, but I probably won't. Yeah, no, it's, it's a long sleeve day today here. It's so funny, isn't it? Yeah, we've had a lot of rain, actually. Have you? We've had some, yesterday, no, day, I don't know, no, day before yesterday, uh-huh. so like Sunday evening, and also one of the days last week, we had really torrential like downpours, you know, really sort of, you know, that caused Torrential. damage. Torrential. <laughs> Torrential rain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it causes damage. My neighbour over there has got a leak, well, a couple of leaks. Really? Sort out, yeah. Oh my God, well, it gives the plants a good water. We need, we need a really good torrential downpour because of the amount of goose poo that's up at the lock, because like all the you know the the geese come every year and then there's all the goslings there's like loads and loads of goslings and they just crap everywhere and you kind of when you walk around the lock you're mincing between the goose poo because it's really huge yeah it can be quite slippy as well can't it it can so we need a really good downpour just to clear all the goose poo off the grass by the lock well probably you'll get it it's probably working its way up the country as we speak well not until sunday because i'm teaching from tomorrow or sunday oh well beggars can't be choosers either you need to be <laughs> gone or no, not <laughs> we we have got i went through all my apps i went through all my weather apps every single all of them that must have taken some time it took it took a little while um and we have got yeah wednesday sunny 18 thursday sunny 19 friday overcast 21 Saturday, Sunday, sunshine and showers, 21 and 19. That is awesome. Perfect. Yeah, we're all right for the next few days. 23, 24, sun and cloud. Oh, that'd be a bit warm. Rain this afternoon. Oh, okay. No, we've got, it's going to be lovely. It's going to be lovely. That's nice. So you're there now for five whole days. Five days on the bounce. That'd be lovely, wouldn't it? Be nice. It would be really good. Have you cleared all the decks so you're all up to date? Pretty, to pretty much I've got. Um, I've got some um, words to do for Kenny for the website and then that's it. Oh. <clears throat> new, oh. new words. 
new words and then um yeah that's that's pretty much it I'll be ready to rock bags are packed all all the stuff's packed I'm coming home every day but all the stuff's packed cars pretty much packed got your broken glass in the car and your arrows and not this time cigarette lighters and stuff no (laughs) no not this time it's Um, uh yeah next time oh cool so it's the first time they've all been up there it's the first yeah I don't want to scare them off <laughs> just yet no 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 you want to come back <laughs> don't you they have got their forms to fill in to say we might have to do things and it might be dangerous and we won't blame Les <laughs> <laughs> but oh, yeah no. so yeah, no it's all all ready to go I just need to pack my dog my big um skeleton we've got a blue bottle in the in the office and um Emrys is like what's that what's that and he's he's out of his crate so he's pattering about behind me looking at this blue bottle oh, the table will go flying in a minute yeah everything will go up <laughs> go flying but How yeah, is little Emery? skeleton to put in just got my yeah. anatomy models to go in and then we're done ready to rock perfect mm-hmm. and how is little Emerus doing talking uh, Emerus? not so little his teeth are huge he's had real issues with his teeth are they all through now no, his ear's been a little bit floppy. His ears, his left ear especially, has got really dirty, you know. Oh, yeah. Because um, you know how the jaw really impacts the ear, and your ears, your ears secrete toxins anyway. So, like, when you get a waxy ear, that's the toxins coming out of your body. It's one of the ways the body secretes toxins. And so, because his jaw is all messed up and you've got the ear canal running behind the jaw, it's all... Yeah, the poor little thing. Yeah. Oh, his ear has been really dirty. So I've, I got these amazing, um, they're like finger cots. They're just like little, um, they're amazing. It's just like, I'm trying to think what the consistency is. It's a bit like a baby wipe. Yeah. The, the, the material feels like a bit, oh, there it, goes, there it goes. It feels like a baby wipe, but it's a finger cot, so it fits over your finger. Yeah. And it's been soaked in aloe vera. And it's amazing. And so I've been using these to clean these ears. They come in little boxes of 50. And you just use a little finger cut. Perfect, perfect for cleaning the ears. So I've been using them. And his ears have settled down because they, they were very red and quite angry. And oh. uh, the last three days, I've just been using these little finger cuts. And yeah, they're great. And his, his back teeth, oh my God, they're absolutely huge. They look like tusks, you know. They, they look oh. too big for his jaw. Well, they probably are. Struggling. He's struggling at the minute. His little baby canines are still in. All of his uh, top and bottom incisors are through. His new ones are through. He lost his premolars a couple of days ago, and they're starting to come through, and the molars at the back are starting to come through. But he's got got the really big, I can't remember what they're called now, those really big ones at the back. They don't come through until about 10 or 11 months. Painful, isn't it? It's very painful. Yeah, the jaw that. needs to grow a bit more before these back ones, very back ones, come in. Ooh. I know, but yeah. he's he's settling down now. That I think, I think these these um, you can see him behind me. These molars have have given him a lot of stick. Yeah, so he's stuck, he's not biting so much. No. Oh, good. No, I taught you good no command. Yes, candy, isn't it? That is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he, he knows no. But we went on a really good walk this morning. Normally I walk them at lunchtime, but I was I was up. I couldn't sleep last night. And so I was oh, up. Was so hot. <laughs> yeah, I was so hot. No. Excitement about the course. No. <laughs> Concerned about how much work I had to get through the day. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I got up and um Took him for a walk. I walked him where I walked the big boys. So, so far he's been around the village and then he's been on the field and he's been down to the corner of the track, but he hasn't been on the track as such and the duo went down the track and back. So it's only wide enough for a dog and a human, a human and a dog. And you can't walk like two abreast down it because it's so overgrown with cow parsley and grasses and rye grasses and stuff. And his eyes were on stalks. You know, his nose was going to and he doesn't. I thought, this is really good. Oh, did that tire him out? Yeah, really tired. He was shattered. 
and then we oh. played in the garden when we got back and then sorted them out and then what the big boys did went down the track with them and then kept going for another mile and a bit and then went to Tesco's it just rock and roll you know it's all non-stop isn't it non-stop it's fun non- it's mine it's non-stop <laughs> I was, I'd done all of that and I was at my desk for nine o'clock I know I've done yeah you know, I do that oh. I've been up early I do quite a lot and I think oh god it's only half eight <laughs> <laughs> I'm starving what time I've got to wait another four hours for lunch you know yeah I know <laughs> so what have you been up to today Today I've been out with um, three friends doing some training with my dogs. Nice. So it's nice. Yeah, I've done a search square and a couple of sendaways and bits and bobs with the big ones. And then little hooger, I've done a little bit of heel work, little touch, sit, down, stand, bits and pieces. And um, yeah, there's another there's a little collie puppy there as well. So had a little little game with the collie puppy. Great. So yes, that's it really. That's my day. And drank my flask of coffee in the meantime. A flask, a flask, not a flask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, I didn't tell you, we went up the Linz. God, it was only last week. The time I've just, I completely lost concept of what's up and what's down. Do you know what I mean? Who's Lynn? Lynn's one of the instructors. She's a credit peg on dog instructor and she's up uh, about an hour 20 away from us on the other side of the water. Uh, and we went up to see her last Wednesday. I took Dante up for, she was doing a evening session for the people getting ready to do working tests. Oh, gosh. I took Dante up and it was really good, really enjoyed it. And have I told you this? No. No, I didn't think I had. So... Um, God, walking, <laughs> we went over a hill and she says, oh, we're just going to go over, not that hill, but the hill after. And I was going, oh, my poor knees. <laughs> oh. Tramping over these hills on the night time and through the heather. And, but it was, it was amazing and getting the dogs to, what I hadn't appreciated when you look on the hills, it looks like stones, but it's not. It's just really dense clumps of heather. And, and it was incredible. One of the spaniels went and um, as he jumped into the heather, the heather kind of got hold of him and he, he went over. Oh, wow. Into the heather. And it's, it's really dense. The clumps are really dense. But it was, it was so good because there was, um, we were standing on a hill and then there was a dip down and then up on the brow of a hill and then on the same hill we were at and there was two throwers. And so it was just really good to be doing something in a completely different environment. And and the best thing of all, I didn't have to think about what I was doing. No. I didn't have to think, oh, I've got to do this exercise. What exercise will we do next? I just stood there with my dog on the end of the line and Lynn said, Les, go and do that. And I did, and it was great. No, it's nice. I mean, I've been out today. I had to travel like an hour to meet up. Uh-huh. I could have done all of that stuff on my own in the park, but you don't do it, do you? No. I wouldn't have done it. No, so you have to have a little bit of, well, other people around you, don't you? And a bit of motivation, someone else to do the thinking. It's very difficult. Um, I mean, I stand there and think, oh, what shall I do? Yeah. And, and the other thing was, um, what I hadn't appreciated in Scotland is, because we've got the right to roam up here, which means you can go on any land. And um, you can also train on any land. Any, any public land you can train as long as you don't use starter pistols. So we can go training on any hill with a group and take a lesson anywhere. Whereas down south, you have to have your license, don't you? You have to have your, if you're running classes on public land, you have to have a license. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. but I said, can you write this is it? We're going to go up to Tinto and you can throw some dummies on Tinto for me. That'd be nice. Well, that's only next door, isn't it? Tinto's about six miles away. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, pretty next door. That's pretty next door. So, yeah, so that would be really good um, going off and, and doing different retrieves, you know, through the heather and stuff. I doubt I'll compete this year. Well, I won't compete this year because I think there's only two working tests left up here. Yeah. The difference to what you do up here to what you do in England is amazing and the judges are much 
probably stricter because down south you would lose all your marks if you called a dog back to you, whereas you would lose your marks if you overhandled up here. It's just really different. The terrain's completely different. Mm, it'd be quite good, wouldn't it? Be fun. It'd be, yeah, it'd be really interesting. So you know, you wouldn't be running your dog in heather or putting it over potentially stone walls, you know, broken stone walls and stuff down south. But up here, it's just the norm. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, um, what's it? Um, the new forest, that's full of heather, isn't it? It is. Didn't you, you used to work down there with your dogs or did, or did you go? I used to work down there, but I didn't um, do work and tests down there. Oh, I see. Yeah. I did do, I did do a work and test down in, I think it was in Somerset, and it was very funny. It was gorse rather than heather. And you had to send the dog up the hill. And there was um, there was like two bits of two gorse bushes and then a really big gorse bush. Then you had to send your dog between the two bits of gorse and then up and behind the middle one. I couldn't get Angus to get up. I couldn't get him past the gorse on the right. I think there was bunnies in there and he was like, it's having none of it. Oh, God. I know. No. Be nice, be nice for the dogs, isn't it? Nice, a bit of agility as well. Yeah, I mean, it was Dante came back and he slept for two days. Oh, see, I love <laughs> he slept, that. He slept Wednesday night, he slept all day on Thursday with his leg, you know, on his back, legs in the air, absolutely shattered. Oh, good. Yeah, took him out for his walk Friday morning, come back, he slept again. <laughs> and Friday night, it was like, right, okay, I'm with it, what we're we doing now. <laughs> yeah, we can go again now. <laughs> So it was really good. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And um, and what I've said is to put my name down with Emrys when she starts the beginner class. Oh, yeah. So that's nice. I want to go somewhere, really. I can't, I don't really, can't really find anywhere to go. I'd like to go to a little training class, like another one. But um, it's difficult, isn't it? Because I don't want to be told what to do. So I have to go to someone I know. And... Um, yeah, you just have to travel so far. I've, I've asked her if I can go. Instead of going every fortnight, if I can just go once a month, I promised her I would do my homework. Yeah, it's all right, isn't it? Yeah. I was having a look yesterday for Ringcraft classes. I thought I might go to Ringcraft class. Okay. Just something different to do, isn't it? It is. And and good for socialisation with, you know, young dogs and stuff, most of the time. Yeah, yeah it'd be all right. Be in the hall, work around other dogs and learn to stand. And then I don't know... That's it then, isn't it? You don't have to do anything. You don't have to do sit or down or whatever. No, no, don't train your dog to sit if you're going to do stand. And... <laughs> I know. That's the thing, isn't it? That's the litany. It's amazing people still do that. Isn't it? Oh my God, don't tell the dog, don't teach the dog to sit. Don't teach your dog to sit, it'll sit in the ring. No, it'll stand in the ring because I tell it to stand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, crazy, isn't it? I know. No, I'm really looking forward to it and it'll be, I can't wait for them to start the beginner because um, it'll be good because I've trained her so I know she's not going to tell me to do anything that I'm not prepared to do. No, it's nice. That's, that's why I want to go somewhere where I know people because then you just, just do your own thing, can't, do you know what I mean? Within reason, obviously, but do your own thing with what you want to do. I mean, you, these other puppy classes and stuff, you end up doing such a load of old rubbish and, mm. you know, let pe- people want to give your dogs a treat and... <laughs> Oh no, go away. I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. But this morning I was doing the early walk and um you forget, you know, you do an early walk and that's where the people walk with their naughty dogs. Oh, uh, that early was it? <laughs> <laughs> it was that early. <laughs> so I saw one dog with Emrys. That wasn't too bad. We just nipped in a gateway. Let the dog go past. And then we met a dog who had a pop as we went past and then we had oh. we, we not with Emrys with two big boys and then we met a lady which the dog must have been about a nine month old working Goldie this mm. strapping strong strapping dog on a harness on a flexi lead oh. on his hind legs and she had to literally hold on to the harness to try and hold this and she said oh it's only a puppy oh, okay no. They're all only puppies now, aren't they? Only a puppy. Yeah, there's nothing puppyish about that. No, I've had, I mean, Hooger's been out, he's met a lot of dogs in the local parks and that. And um, I've had two incidents, one with a border terrier that had a go at him. Really? Yeah, I had to kick that twice. 
Oh my God. Um, then I had a Staffordshire Bull Terrier, entire male Staffie run over towards, I saw it coming. So I had to pick him up. Really? Yeah, he's 25 kilos and I, I hauled him up with his lead. I just thought, no, I'm not having, I don't want that. I don't, you don't like the look of it. Him. And I thought, I'm not going there with that. So yeah, I had to <laughs> pick him up. Pick him up by the lead and catch him as he was on the wheel. Three, yeah, I did. That's it, what I did because the dog was there. It was, uh-huh. I mean, it was there. So I, did, I had to quickly do something. Did you get him? Yeah, I just picked him up and that was that. And then I carried him off and waited. And the staffy didn't jump up at him or get him or anything? No, didn't jump up, no. No. But um, me. Yeah, it's not very nice, is it? But largely, luckily, we've had some nice encounters and met some nice dogs. Well, he hasn't really met any dogs yet. He has, um, briefly, like, oh, this dog's done. <laughs> yeah. And that's enough. And when he's starting to calm down, I mean, we were on the field... I was on the field with them, not yesterday, the day before, I was walking across the field and there was a group of people came across with uh, a buggy, you know, and so there was like three people in a buggy and you could hear them talking and he got in, he was really excited and he was turning himself inside out, but he didn't pull, he stayed, he stayed beside me on a loose lead, he just wriggled. <laughs> I didn't get him to sit or anything, he was just standing beside me like wagging. Uh, oh. Well, he stayed, he didn't pull. He didn't lunge, he didn't pull. He stood on the sleeve. He was a good boy. Oh, that's good, isn't it? Is he calming down with people and things or not? I think so. I mean, he um, he's not lunging towards them now when he's not, like, completely losing his head. No, that's He realises he can wag his tail as long as he stays with me. Yeah. God. <laughs> I know. He just, he... Um, Kenny videoed me doing a bit of work with him yesterday and uh, it was like, oh my God, look at that tail. Oh. What were you doing with him yesterday? Um, we did some loosely walking up the road to get some photos for Sport and Shooter and then um, did some photos on the field and then I was just doing figure eights. Oh. Figure eights on the field, big figure eights, um, heel work, and then uh, step back, come, and then drop. I've got them on the house line. I'm walking them on the house line. So drop that, and then called them, did some recall with them, just dragging them on the little house line. Oh. Yeah. That's good. How's his retrieve? Really good. Oh, that's good. I started with a dumbbell today. I've started that. Have you? Mm. Well, he's just hold, holding it. I haven't used the dumbbell for ages. Um, he He's amazing, actually. If I say so myself, I'm really thrilled with him. He'll, he'll sit to heal and he'll let me throw it and he doesn't move. Aww. He doesn't run in. He just sits steady until I send him. And then I'm doing memory retrieves. So I'm walking about, dropping a dummy, turning them away. Dropping them, I'm not doing dummies, I'm doing toys, turning them away come back sending them and then he will also sit and walk out like 10 paces put a toy down return to him oh send him oh that's nice isn't it yeah he's coming on a treat he's he's awesome it's good isn't it yeah i've only just started doing little weights really i haven't done stay yet have you do you do stay um i've just started doing stays have you yeah no i haven't started that yet I mean, I don't, I don't know how I ended up being able to do it because I've, I've got no idea. I was doing like these little stays, but there was lots of toys around, you know. And I was doing like a little stay, walking out a little distance and coming back. And then um, I thought, oh, I'm just going to see if he'll let me walk out and put a toy down. And he did. Oh, good. He's so good. He, he really is so good. Well, it's nice, isn't it? It's nice when you, you know. Get a bit of a break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just taking it really. It's it sounds as if I'm doing a lot, but he's five and a half months now. Yeah. Do you know when you it, it, when you start counting it in months? He's five and a half months, almost five and a half months, and um, he's he's good. Yeah, most it's of the good. retrieving's done. Sit, me most of the time I retrieve. I'm sitting on the back doormat with him because we sit on the. I've got like a little shaggy rug on 
by the back door. Yeah. And I always sit on there in the mornings and give him a cuddle. And he brings me a toy and I throw a toy and I tell him to wait and then he goes <laughs> gets it. Yeah. And so that's, that's where all my steadiness training has been taking place, sitting on the floor with them. Yeah, I did a similar thing in the kitchen, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I said that's where all the training has been taking place. So he's, he's really good. I'm really pleased with him. No, it's nice. It's nice if you just do... Doesn't take much, is it? Little bits every day, you know what I mean? Just kind of slowly builds up, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing the retrieves in the garden, and again, he'll do the same thing in the garden. So it's not just in the kitchen. Um, he'll sit and wait while I put a dummy out. He'll um, he'll do sit stays. I've just started doing downstairs, uh, haven't, and he'll I've just started doing stand stays with him as well but I haven't done any retrieving on the field with him yet because it's still too exciting. Yeah. I was just about to start retrieving with him when he got kennel cough. And I thought, oh. I'm going to let him get his nose back in gear before I start retrieving on the field. Yeah, bit of a nuisance, that old kennel cough, isn't it? It was, yeah. It really put everything back. Mm. Yeah, very unfortunate. Mm. But he's good. He's really good. And I've got another tooth. I rescued another tooth. Oh, I haven't found any. I thought you meant you'd throw one. Where'd you put that? Oh, no, I haven't found any yet. Where'd you, where'd you find it? Just on the floor? Uh, no, we were in the garden and um, he had a toy and there was blood on the toy. And so I went over and opened his mouth and the tooth was on his tongue. I'll have that, thanks very much. He was like desperately trying. I was mouth open, hands straight, and <laughs> trying to get his tooth. He swallowed it. Oh, God, no, Hugo must have swallowed all of his. I can't. <laughs> I haven't found any. Oh, no, it was so funny. What are you going to do with them? I don't, I don't know. I've got a little pot of them of the other dogs. <laughs> that comes in handy, doesn't it? A pot of teeth. I know, I know. I mean, I've got Kim's tea. I've got these tiny little tins somewhere, somewhere. They're like tiny little yin. They've got little yin-yangs on the top. Yeah. And I've got a little pot for each dog. Oh, so you know which is which. They're not all just a whole pot of various tea. Oh, that's sweet, isn't it? I kept all the Callum's tea. All of them? Well, all the ones that come out, yeah. Wow, where are they? In another little pot? No, I gave them the Callum. I think, did I give them the Callum? I think I gave them the Callum in the end. How funny. Which is awful because the lies, you know, it's like, oh, it's the, he's just got the tooth fairy. Well, the tooth fairy brings them back, doesn't she? <laughs> she does, she does. So, um, Jamie, with dentist, gave us these lovely little envelopes with little pictures of the tooth fairy on. Oh. And so... On the night time, I'd put the tooth in the in the tooth fairy envelope and put it in Dre's pillow. Yeah. And then the tooth fairy would take it, put some money in the and, and the tooth fairy was really clever. She would take the tooth out of the envelope and, and put, put money in it. And that would and then it, and then the tooth would be gone, you see. And then as you say, the tooth fairy gives them back. So the tooth fairy gave it to me. And she even put it in a little pouch with which tooth it was and the date oh really ah uh-huh. oh that's really sweet or maybe he'll give them to his kids or something not that they'll want them but you know, well the, i think I, i'm pretty sure i gave it to them i'm pretty sure i gave it to them oh, if not they're in the loft with his baby clothes <laughs> have you got baby clothes as well no only only my favorite outfits from when he was a baby oh amazing Sorry. Did I tell you about my dad's suitcase? No. So he's he's had um like for years he's been he's got this suitcase full of like all these memories and stuff. So he gave it to me. I'm gonna go over to my mum's and go through it. (laughs) It's really good that you've got it now while he's still alive, because you can talk to him about it. Yeah, I mean I don't know what's in it. I think oh it's really, really heavy. I don't know whether, I think it's just like some old magazines. I don't know. I really don't know what's in there. So, yeah, I'm going to go and sit with my mum and um, have a little look, wander down memory lane, maybe. That's lovely. I've got, 
I've got a, um, a, what do you call it, a box file from when Callum was a baby. I've What's got, that then? Like paper cuttings and stuff? I've got, I've got a paper from the day he was born. I've got all of the cards that people sent me when he was born. I've got my um, maternity card, you know, which like took, it looked after me. So like my weight afterwards and then also his weight and measurements you just get like a little his little initial card if you like and it's um his weigh-ins every week and things like that and I've got some of the cards from nursery got his umbilical cord got his umbilical cord (laughs) what the hell does that look like (laughs) I don't look it's in a bag I've got I've got his scans from my pregnancy scans which were Back in, I mean, you look at them now, you get a little video now of the baby waving at you. Yeah. Oh, you've got the scans, I can't believe you've got the umbilical cord. I bet that'd be like a, <laughs> like a cobweb now, isn't it? <clears throat> no, it, it'll probably look like a bit of um, dehydrated dog treat or something. <laughs> well, it'll look like one of those, like a miniature trachea, wouldn't it? When those little... <laughs> probably. <laughs> it's still got a little clip on it because I have a little clip on it. Um, oh, what else have I got now? I've got, I think I've got his first little hat that he had in the hospital, and yeah, that's oh, nice, isn't it? Sweet. But I've just got, I've got, I've kept some of his, of my favourite baby clothes. Well, oh, do you ever look at them then, or do you just leave them? In the no, don't be daft. Well, I look at them when I sort the loft out, and then I go, oh, I remember that, and I remember that, and then I put them away until the next time I sort the loft out. Yeah. <laughs> until the next time you're looking for an umbilical cord in the loft. <laughs> <laughs> if I run out of dog treats <laughs> I know I was going to say what, make sure you know where the dogs are <laughs> you know you ask your mum what she kept I don't think she kept <laughs> <laughs> oh, you ask her you ask her she might have it she might have the clip yeah, she might. You get, you get a little clip. There's a little clip goes on. You see, you and she might have kept your little bracelet because I think she has got that. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. It's, yeah, I think I've seen do that. Do it, you know. I mean, you go, you go. I'm going to keep. She'll probably went. Oh, I'm going to keep this for Ross when he gets older. You know, I'm going to keep like the little clip, little clip off his belly button and the little band. But it's not for her. It's for it's not for you. It's for her. Yeah. And I do. I've got. You know. Does everybody now have an outy belly button? I don't know. Have you got an outy belly button? No, I've got an innie belly button, but I'm old. I thought everybody now, I can't remember. Someone told me that. Really? Information. Oh, well, there you go. There's a question. There's the question. If you've got an outy belly button, how old are you? Yeah, everyone over about, I don't know, everyone over about 20 or, or I don't know, maybe older. Well, was it about 20 years ago they started doing outy belly buttons instead of innie belly buttons? I don't know what creates an outy or an innie, to be honest, but um, I don't know. Maybe not 20 years ago. No, maybe not that long. No, I've, I've gotten anyone. Even when I was pregnant, it didn't turn inside oh, it out. it didn't pop out. That's a lot of women do, doesn't it? A lot of women do. <laughs> I don't even know what it's called. Any belly button. It's probably it's probably not um that's probably not the technical term, is it? Any and Well it came up with a load of it is called results for any belly button. <laughs> so I wonder what it's called when it's an outie. What's it say about an inny? <laughs> it just say it's just come up with images. Images for an any belly button. Oh. One of my sisters had a really nice belly button and she had it pierced. It was beautiful. She had a really, really nice tummy button. You can't get an outie pierced, can you? I don't think so. I wouldn't have thought you'd want to. I don't I don't think I would want to um No, I should yeah. think sensitive. Are you looking at images? Some of them are the nicest, that's for sure. So I wonder if what you call if it's an innie. I wonder if you, I can find it with an outy belly button. Does that work? Yeah, innie, it is. It's an outy. <laughs> innie belly button versus an outy belly button causes and more. Oh, there you go. 
Oh, this is an interesting one. Oh, there's a more. Ooh. So a belly button isn't often as unique as your fingerprint, but there's still lots of types out there. Is it an innie or is it an outie? <laughs> an innie is like a little dent and an outie looks like it's a knot sticking out. That's why oh. it's called an outie. Oh, I've just... I've just it's by it. chance. It's by chance. That's what it says. When you're born, the umbilical cord is cut. You have a small piece left at the umbilical stump. The stump falls off. Oh, I've just googled why does why do everybody have an outie belly? But uh, um, it doesn't come up with any answers. No, it just says it by chance. Some the common do. reason is an umbilical hernia. Yeah, some people don't have a belly button at all. Oh, don't they? No, my mum. My mum had an operation, and she, yeah, the the way they saw it. I can't see it. It's just I can just see orange squares. All different types of buttons. Oh, is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got an outie, a horizontal, a vertical, a deep hollow, a round, or a light bulb. Oh, um, it says here um, the belly button is just scar tissue, and how it heals can affect how it looks. Yeah, it is scar tissue, isn't it? Actually. Yeah, just Scottish. Yeah. Well, look at that. Live and learn. There you go. Can you change? <laughs> can I change my belly button type? Only if you get pregnant. Only if you get pregnant. It is funny. I had a, I had an operation and they went in through my belly button. Well, they didn't go in through yeah. the belly button. They went in at the side of it. Actually, yeah. it's really interesting. I mean, the belly button, you know, on if you look at a skeleton... And if you if you want to know if it's a real skeleton or a plastic skeleton, a real skeleton will have notch on T12, which is your belly button, your belly button. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not so keen on belly buttons, are you? They don't bother me. Can you get, yeah. I wonder if it's a man thing. Can you just like belly buttons? The thought of like, ugh. I don't mind other people's, but I'm, now we're talking about, I can actually kind of <laughs> Are you cringing? Feel. Are you wanting to put your hand over your belly button? No, I don't, no, I don't want to touch it. it. No, I don't want to touch it, but I can, um, I can almost, I can, I'm very aware of my belly button as we're speaking. <laughs> Jump Go on, then, get a luck. No. Show us your tummy button. No, I'm not getting that out. What, 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 who gets belly button like? Just very flat. Uh-huh. Yeah, nothing there to see really, just a little flat thing. Uh-huh. Like a minstrel. Yeah. It's like a little <laughs> dimple. Emerson's is like a little dimple. Yeah, like a little minstrel on the surface. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, no, his is a little, a little um, like a tiny, tiny little dimple. Oh. Oh. I don't even, I don't really I haven't looked really. Have you not? Have you not? Have you not seen your dog's belly buttons? Not really. Well, yeah, I suppose so. It's just not something you think of, is it? Really? Well, I don't know. <laughs> it's something I look at when the puppies. Make sure they're getting an umbilical hernia. Yeah, well, you'd seem to see that, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's no. I suppose I have noticed, just not really acknowledged it. <laughs> 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 Shall we get off the topic, Ross? You're looking a bit uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah. What can we talk about now then? <laughs> what other body body part or function <laughs> do we move on to? <laughs> <laughs> oh, how funny. Oh dear, it's raining here, by the way. <laughs> just talk about the weather, shall we? Yeah, let's change. So, no, I just looked out the window. I've noticed it's raining again. Oh, it's lovely and sunny here. I know, it makes a change. There'll be snowing soon, won't it? I know, I know, no doubt it will tomorrow. <laughs> your yeah. teeth are look, you're looking very tanned and your teeth are looking very white. Yeah, I don't know why, they're not really. They look white on here, don't they? They do. Yeah, no, they're not, they're not like they used to be. Used to be very white, they're not now. Okay. I so... mean, uh -huh. what? No, 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 go on. 
Now I've got to have an operation. I have two teeth removed at the back. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm not... Well, I'm gone for that yet. Are they taking your wisdom teeth out? Yeah, the bottom leg. Are you wise? Have you got wisdom teeth? Yeah, I've, well, I've had a couple... I've had top taken. Uh, I've got the two, two at the bottom, at the back, uh-huh. growing inwards, sideways, not oh, up. Ouch. Well, it doesn't hurt at the moment, but... Um, yeah, they've got to be removed. Well, so, but I'll put that off for as long as I can. Don't fancy that much. Mm. That's not good. No, but I'll go and have them cleaned every three months just so that the hygienists can get down into the bottom bits and keep them as mm. good as possible. I need to cry when I don't really want to go and get it done. I'm putting off getting it done. It's not very pleasant, is it, the den? It's just not a very pleasant experience, really. And, and more so now because they put that plastic thing over inside of your mouth. Oh, well, that, the, what, that sucks the saliva no, out? No, no, no. It's like, a, it's like a plastic cloth and they put it and they wedge it over the tooth so only the tooth is there and the rest of your mouth is covered in plastic. It's pretty vile. Oh, I've not had that, no. I did have to have my tongue clamped. Huh? I had to have my tongue clamped. Oh, Really? Yeah, it kept getting in the way. She's got a very strong tongue. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's because you do so much talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, something, I don't know. But anyway, so yeah, you have to clamp it. That's a bit of hurt, having that. You're having your tongue clamped down. Oh, my God. Have you yeah. got tongue pierced? You haven't, have you? No, I haven't got my tongue pierced. No, I don't fancy that. No, I don't fancy that. No. I know a couple of people who have had their tongue pierced and I just go, ooh, and the the pierced that, I, that did my ear, ear for me, she's got a split tongue. She's, mm. Oh, no, I don't like that, no. I don't like that, do you? Like a snake. It's, yeah, so, and, and, and you can, you can, because of the way the muscle, if, if, if you can do that curly thing with your tongue, you know, the way yeah. you, you, yeah. that's hereditary that's hereditary that's genetic yeah it's funny isn't it not everyone funny, can do that not everyone can do that but if you can curl your tongue around like that like in a horseshoe yeah and you get your tongue split you will be able to move your two ends of your tongue independently who the hell so wants could, to do you that could, you could wiggle your tongue like you could wiggle one side and then wiggle the other side well it might have its uses but I just no I just <laughs> <laughs> I tried to think what the uses could be. Well, yeah, yeah, let's not yeah. talk about that in the daytime. Um, I don't. I like. I like piercings and tattoos and all sorts of stuff. What I don't like, I don't like that split tongue. And no, I don't like it when they make those big holes in their ear. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. No, I don't like them. Oh, what's that? What's the point in that? And great big holes in your ear. I don't know. Well, um, do you remember me telling you about that book, the sex watching book? We oh, talked about them, like the the, the, the woolly yeah. covers, weren't they? I can't remember what the woolly covers were called now. Can you? Those um <laughs> cone. What? Oh no, tacker. I can't remember what they were called, but that same book, the sex watching book. Yeah. Did um I've got to work out what they're called now. Penis cone. Tacker decker or something, I know. Try Oh, Koteca, Teca, yeah. Koteca, the Horum, the Koteca Horum or Penis Gourd. It's the Penis Gourd. Um, that book had, gosh, I must have read this when I was about 14. It was a fantastic book, 14 or 15, and it had the the ear things, you know, where they put the holes in the ears and make them big and, and, and loopy. Yeah. But there was also a tribe that did it with the bottom lip as well. And they would, when... They had like the piercing on the bottom lip, and they made it bigger and bigger and bigger. And they would literally have like the size of a tea plate in the bottom lip, and it would just be like a big ring of flesh hanging down when they took this tea plate out. And one of the other tribe had the rings on their neck, and so have you seen them where they elongate their neck and they they literally dislocate their neck? And if they take the rings off, their neck would be like all floppy and useless. And so they actually actually pulling apart the vertebra on the neck by adding a ring and adding a ring and adding a ring so that was in there but then there was another thing in there 
I think it's um it's a form of scarification, which yeah. is what they do now with the scarification. But what they used to do is they would get bits of grit and they would put bits of grit under the skin and they would make patterns with it. Right. And you know, these um these tribes, I mean absolutely beautiful ebony, shiny, beautiful ebony skin with the most fantastic designs on, mm. on the body, you know, across the breasts and on the back. And and it would be with these little bits of grit under the skin. And it's not because I know they try and do it with scarification now, but the tribe, the with tribes that it was with putting muck up under the skin. It really fascinating. Really fascinating. You'd think your body would push that out, wouldn't you? Want to get rid of that? You'd think so. You'd think so. It's um, strange where all these things come from. These, I mean, that necky. I've seen pictures of women with that great big long neck with all them with, bands with the, around the rings on. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? I know. I know. I'm going to them. Was it you I was talking to the other day when they used to wrapping up the feet? Chinese, isn't it? Wrapping, wrap their feet. Japanese. Japanese. Yeah, um, the Japanese wrap and, and horrific. Dreadful. It tore and stuff and and it's and we. I think I was talking to Angela about it because she did. Um, she did. A dissertation on uh, female genitalia mutilation. Yeah. Because it's really rife in this country. No, I know it is. It's it is. It shocking uh, how much of it goes on. And we yeah. were talking about that and we were talking about um, the, the foot wrapping, you know, the, 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 it is a Chinese, it's not a Japanese, it's a Chinese foot wrapping and the geisha wrapping. And the thing that I found hard about it is that it's actually the women who do it you know it's normally the grandmothers that wrap yeah. the feet and and they've been in agony the grandmothers have been in agony with it and then they wrap they do the same to the grandchildren it's the same like the female genitalia mutilation the people who are doing the mutilations normally the women the grandmothers doing it or the mothers doing it and yet they've been in agony yeah. agony themselves and yet they're inflicting that on a new generation yeah. and it's just, it's just shocking and, and again it was in this book that I read years ago about the same sex watching book except it wasn't called um, female genitalia mutilation then it was just called tribal something or other yeah horrific I I do find that strange, like you said, that you would, because normally, like, we evolve, don't we, as, like, generations and things like that. You don't want to do some of the things that your parents made you do and you whatever. So you'd think that they wouldn't be putting another generation through all that suffering, wouldn't you? But obviously I they know. do. Very strange. I know. It, I just, and I was looking, I can't remember what we were watching the other week, and it might have been, it might have been Swash. No, it was um, the Good Doctor, and they're talking about it on there as well. And you just think it's oh, it's just awful. Mm. Yeah, three plus. There are some strange cultures around, aren't there? Yeah. Very strange. Scarification. <clears throat> it is. It's horrific. What are you googling now? It's got a tribal scarification. Um, there it is. I'm going to I'm going to show you this picture. It's just it's just in, in it's under ancient tattoo cultures, and um, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you can can you see that? Oh, you think that's nice? No, I think it's awful. I was going to say. I thought you said it was all pretty and lovely. Was it some of it, some of it was not marked. Let me just see if I can find the one that was in the. That looks horrendous. That's like a blooming burn. I know. No, the ones the ones that I saw in the book when I was growing up was really, really pretty. It was it was almost like they were wearing necklaces. Yeah. Under the skin. 
Well, wouldn't you? You'd pick it, wouldn't you? You'd pick it. Well, I wouldn't. You might. Well, if it was there and you could feel it, it's alien, isn't it? Oh, my God. They're doing it to children. Oh, They're God. They're doing it to babies, you know? What's that on the face? That was on the baby's face. Jeez. Oh, God, horrible. I think, I think when um, you don't know what causes it, and you think, oh, that's really different and unusual, and wow. I can't really say that one. I didn't, but I didn't realise it was scarification. No, horrible. They do that sort of branding thing now. So I don't know, burn, burn your blooming skin so it scars up. Really? Yeah, I don't fancy that either. No, I wouldn't want that. No, tattoo's bad enough, isn't it? Uh, can be. <laughs> I can't really see that. I really see it. It's um, yeah. I didn't realise it was scarification. What they did, um, yeah. It's just different, different cultures, isn't it? And <clears throat> I can remember, um, I can remember when I moved to New Zealand. That's the plate in the bottom lip. Yeah, I see that. That looks rather yuck. Unnecessary. <clears throat> when we moved to New Zealand, I can remember um, there was a guy asked for help. You know, he was lost. You know, I was walking along the road and he came over. And when he downed the window, I was just absolutely stunned because his whole face was tattooed. It was all, yeah. like, fully tattooed and... What, like that Maori stuff? or just... Yeah, the full, the whole lot. Because yeah. a lot of the women just get the chins done. Yeah. And the men get the, the side done. We went to Rotorua and we were talking to um, the, the do masks, the do like funeral masks mm. of, of the person who died and they the recreate, the recreate the tattoos on a wooden mask. Yeah, the funeral mask and I was chatting away to the guy and it was really interesting because do you know the behavioural genetics that I do the face reading and you can see where the trait comes from so you can see if you know for example a, a look or, or a facial structure has come down through the parent the mum's side or the dad's side depending on which side the face it's on and yeah. I was chatting away to the guy who was, who was busy doing the carving at the time and um we were talking about this and he was saying that it's the same with the tattoos. You've got, I can't remember which part of the face it was, but part of the face is to do with your achievements. Some of it's to do with your tribe, your current tribe, and some of it's to do with your ancestors. And so you can see what your ancestors have done according to the tattoos on your face. And it was really mm. fascinating. So we spent ages chatting um, because of you know the whole behavioural genetic stuff, and it was very similar. You brought the lineage through, so every like you could look at somebody who's got a tattoo now, and you can see what their ancestors have done because of the marks on the tattoo. Yeah, it, it's it it was absolutely fascinating chatting to him. And what I hadn't realised is the the masks that you see, you know, the wooden masks with all the tribal tattoos on they will be somebody's face. Yeah. It, I, I just find it really interesting. It is fascinating, isn't it? But I don't, I mean, I don't like facial tattoos, do you? No. And they do it with bamboo as well. They do it, like, traditionally. Yeah. Bamboo tap. Mm. No, I don't, I don't like facial tattoos or tattoos on the neck. I don't mind the neck. I don't like it all at the front, like people have, neck, like, the whole thing. Mm. But um, no, I don't really like it on your face. No, would have been painful, isn't it? it? Yeah, yeah. I think like a little one. I've seen some girls with like little starbursts going down the back of their neck, but like really little tattoos. Yeah, and little birds behind their ears and stuff. And I think they look pretty, but when you see them with the, it looks like they're wearing a polo neck, doesn't it? Yeah, the whole neck. And, I find yeah. that really disconcerting. 
Yeah, I don't mind that so much. I wouldn't have that done. But um, now I've got a friend. She's got alopecia, so she's bald. So she had her head, head tattooed. Wow. Yeah. Does it look good? Yeah, it's nice, yeah. Better than wearing a wig. I'm not fed up with wearing wigs. Um, but no, the, I mean, that's painful, having your scalp, you know, blimey. The, the yeah, tattoos they've got. One of the girls has got, she's shaved her head and she's got tattoos on the skull. Yeah, I don't, I wouldn't, I don't fancy that. Could, it's too painful. You imagine the pain involved in having that done. No, if I break your blooming head, wouldn't it? Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Rattle your skull. Rattle your teeth. Rattle your brain. <laughs> Rattle your brain. <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, no, well, this has been a delightful, delightful catch up today, Liz. I know. <laughs> it's pretty gross, really, isn't it? Belly well, buttons and tattoos. from belly buttons, holes in your blooming face. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. You take <laughs> me on funny journeys, Mr. McCarthy. We'll have blooming nightmares tonight, won't we? <laughs> well, you'll be you'll be slipping with your hand over your belly button. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I might be. That um, you know that that facial thing where they have the hole in their face uh, at the bottom lip. Yeah, you showed me the picture. <laughs> it reminds me of Emerus when he had that um, what was it? He had a trachea around his. What was that? He had around his... <laughs> it was a trachea. <laughs> it was so funny. The look on his face was like because <laughs> it went it went around his his bottom jaw. His bottom jaw just went straight, and he was like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, you don't mind me of that. Oh, dear. Oh, how funny. Yeah, he's really struggled, actually, bless him. He's really struggled with um, duck necks. He's struggled. He he can't crunch them because his teeth are so sore, his gums are so sore. Yeah. He has a bit of a crunch. He's, um, his duck necks, his duck wings... I gave him a cowie the other day and he was gagging on it because he was trying to swallow it without chewing it because it was hurting. Oh, cowie. Oh. No, I haven't, yeah. I haven't given him much. Hugo's had a few chicken carcasses and things. Seems to cope with that all right. Has he? Yeah. But he's a bit behind, isn't he? So he's not, he's lost quite a lot of teeth and he's got new ones through, but not. Uh-huh. Not as advanced as Emerus, obviously. No, he's a couple of, he's a few. I mean, I haven't given Emerus many, but no. every now and again, I've, he's, I've given him a chicken foot and he's enjoyed that. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I'm still giving most, most nights actually when I go to bed, he has a marrow bone in his bed. I, I, I couldn't cope with the smell. Oh, it doesn't smell. I've got the crate, I've got the big crate up. <clears throat> Excuse me, I've got the big crate up now in the dining room. Mm hmm. I just put the little marrow bone in there. I don't find, do you know, funnily enough, I don't normally have bones or anything in the house like that because it does smell like an old butcher's, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. But funnily, these little ones, they're from um, Honey's. They're called little, um, oh, I can't remember what they're called, um, lollipop bones or something they call them. They're only little tiny marrow bones, but it doesn't take long to get the marrow out. And, and you don't have to worry about them chewing through it or swallowing any of it or no i don't think so no he chews a bit of skin off the edge and works on getting the marrow out but it's nice because he spends a little bit of time in, like when i go back in sit and watch tv or whatever in the evening he stays uh-huh. in the kitchen on his own loose so he's been good at doing that and then there's a little sleep and then when i go to bed he goes in the crate and it just gives him something to do for a little while before he goes to sleep again oh okay no, he's been. He was getting um, Kongs because he was struggling with chewing. Just you know, on the back, he couldn't. He couldn't really get hold of anything. But yeah. um, I'll have a little look because I mean, I've ordered some more duck necks. I've got lamb ribs, which he hasn't tried yet. Oh, that's not. I've, you know, I've got yeah, I've got some lamb ribs. And actually, a friend of mine today has given me some chicken carcasses, and I've got three knuckle bones. So they can have them if it stops raining, they can go in the garden with them. Yeah. I can't see the, I can see the lollipop, but I can't see any pictures of them. Do you know natural instinct play bones? Did you ever have the small ones? Yeah. They're the same as them. Like them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just, um, 
I'm not giving them too much at the minute of the different types, you know. And because no. I, I feed duck necks every day with the big boys, they get a duck neck every morning. Yeah. And so it makes sense just to put him on a duck neck. But he was only getting, I was only giving him a half a one. And he was fine, you know, it went through him well. It didn't upset his tummy or anything. Yeah. But he is struggling chewing it. Oh, it'll only be a week or so, isn't it? A couple of weeks. Yeah, just to get these. I mean, it, it's well, though, the two are coming out and getting these ones in and settled, really. Yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? Time does go quick, doesn't it? Wasn't that long ago we were talking about you were getting your puppy in about six weeks' time and five weeks' time, and I then know. now he's five months. He's he's really good. The older he's getting, the more I'm enjoying them. Yeah. Now, we were talking this morning, actually. It's, people always forget how hard it is with a puppy, don't they? Because it goes on for quite a while, doesn't it? It's not just you know, a couple of days. You have quite a long time of biting and things. Yeah. You kind of, you, you, take a, you take your photo of your eyes before you bring them home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because they don't look the same for another year. No, no, it's hard. But good fun, it's worth it, isn't it? Yeah, we're, I mean, we're both quite black under the eyes. Talk, fist big for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very black under the eyes. What, what? It's poor lighting. I don't like my eyes are shut, do I? <laughs> <laughs> yes they do they're like little slits they do but I didn't want to say anything no, <laughs> no very, very polite anyway I'm going now because I've had enough of talking all this rubbish <laughs> <laughs> have you have... yeah going to go and be sick <laughs> <laughs> you can have nightmares tonight throw up my lunch <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how I got on it no I don't really I think the belly button started it didn't it, and it deteriorated it, it was the belly button that's you with the innies and out your belly buttons that's where it was started that was it that was it <laughs> it was hey um before you before we do go yeah I'd like you do a shout out to Clash oh yeah me. So congratulations to Claire and Luke. Um, Claire was one of our students years ago, wasn't she? And she's kept in touch over the years. And she had a really bad bike crash, didn't she? Yeah, dreadful. Dreadful bike accident and um, severed her spinal cord. And she was just, her and Luke were just moving in together and now they're engaged. And it's wonderful. It's so lovely. It's so lovely. It's amazing, isn't it? I think it's amazing how people... Like some people just cope with dreadful stuff. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like really positively and get on with stuff. It's amazing. She's so strong. I mean, she she and and she um, you know, she became an amazing photographer as well. So as well as dog training, she changed direction slightly and kept dog training and is an amazing professional photographer as well. And and she worked for the NHS during COVID, didn't she? She started doing that. She did. She did. She started working for the NHS during COVID. Which is brave. Uh-huh. Very brave. She's a brave yeah. girl. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah Master, we, we think the world of you, Claire. We think you're awesome. Yeah, amazing. And all exciting because she's moving house and getting married and all sorts now. I know. Awesome. Awesome stuff. So, yeah, we, yeah. we just, we talk, you know, we, we mention her. A lot to us, but we've never done a shout out to her. So, yeah, nice one, Clay. And nice one, Luke, as well. Nice one. Yeah. And they had a crowdfunding page. That's done amazing as well, isn't it? I haven't, I, I, I've seen it, but I haven't seen what it's doing at the minute. Yeah, no, I haven't seen it lately, but no, it's really cool. Uh-huh. Very good. Yeah, people can be lovely. Everyone's mucked in and supported her and done amazing things with her. Yeah, most people are pretty good, aren't they? Yeah. People are good. Well, there you go. So we'll have to stop the night, though. That might stop. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you have to tell me all about it next week. Yes, I will. I feel you in like awful. Well, I have some weird dreams anyway, so I don't like to make a lot of <laughs> Are you having Kafka dreams? What dreams? Kafka. What's that? Kafka is, uh, I think it's Franz Kafka. He writes really wacky books. 
Oh, really? I, think no. he's, I can't remember if he's a psychologist or a philosopher, but he's he writes these really wacky, oh. out there, trippy books. Well, I could do without reading that. Don't yeah, I? Don't, if you haven't, yeah. So don't if you yeah, don't read no. it. If you're on Kafka dreams. No, yeah, I could probably write a few of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's going to be a bit extra in there tonight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> killer belly buttons. <laughs> Ah, but will there be any ones or only ones? Definitely out is there. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say any's because it'd be like little mouths. <laughs> oh, yeah, they could do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear, no. And on that note. <laughs> <laughs> right, oh, tell me all about it next week. Yes, I'll fill you in. Have a lovely five days on your course. I will. I will. You have an amazing week. Yeah, enjoy the sunshine. Oh, yes. Make the most of it. Oh, yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, it brings with it midges. Oh, dear. Oh. Eat some garlic or something. Horrible baggy little buggers. Have a really good week. Yeah, I shall see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> Bye.